Are you passionate about making a difference through design? Join us at the Human Centered Design Network's Circle, a new private community for change makers just like you. Connect with like-minded professionals, gain exclusive rights to monthly learning opportunities, and lead the change in human-centered design. For more information, see thisishcd.com. Now, let's get back into that episode. They want you to have so many skills. They want you to be a graphic designer, an animator, a web designer, a 3D designer, and they want you to have two years experience for an entry-level job. So... I think it's one of those things where I'm just trying to get as much skills built up as possible and hopefully someone will take a chance on me. Hello and welcome to Getting Started in Design. My name is Jerry Scullion and I'm the host of This Is Hate CD, based in the wonderful city of Dublin, Ireland. Now in this episode I chat with Kelly O'Dowd, a recent graduate from NCAD in Ireland, and we chat about what that experience was like leaving university, her search for jobs, and where they feel there's opportunities for universities to better support students in that highly emotional stage of life, and that's the transitional period between uni and working life. Kelly is a totally fantastic designer and I know you're going to get a lot out of this episode so let's jump straight in. Kelly O'Dowd, a very warm welcome to Getting Started in Design. How are you? All good, all good. We've been catching up there for the last half an hour or so um, trying to get up to speed and you know what you've been up to Um, but maybe start off and we'll tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, um, where you're from and, and what you studied in university. Um, I studied illustration and design in NCD. I mm-hmm. graduated last year. Um, I, I'm from Drada, the same as Jerry. <laughs> Myself, I'm originally from Drada, folks. So it's one of those conversations when you get online, you're kind of like, where are you from? And you're like, okay, great. Say exactly about a kilometer where I grew up. And you went to school in the the, the girls' school, as you'd say. I was in the boys' school. So mm-hmm. we're, we're quite a different age group but uh it's super cool to to speak to somebody from Trojada because there is always a great um sort of uh history of of what you did illustration in Trojada like there was a lot of people who I know used to come and do uh spray painting underneath the the bridge in Trojada yeah, like being part of it Connor Harrington yeah. was, was a friend of mine when when I was studying this this artist he's over in London and I remember Connor coming up and staying in my house for a week and um, spray painting under there. And I was blown away by all these uh, fantastic artists that that were in the town that were kind of relatively um, unknown at the time. But anyway, so you went to school uh, in Drogheda and you went to NCAD. How, how long was the degree? Tell us, you know, uh, um how long you were studying in NCAD for? Um, the degree is three years, but I was there four because okay. I did the optional year. We can go to Erasmus and you do internships and stuff. Ah, nice. And the year I was there, they implemented a new program um, called Bureau Plus. I think it was implemented the year before. So it was in okay. the second year. And it was yeah. based like a program for all of the designers. Um, so we got to work with like a different brands and do work for them. And then it was like a chance. Okay. Where did you go in your Erasmus here? I went to uh, Cornigan. Where's that? Netherlands. In the Netherlands. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got sent home early because COVID hit. Oh, no um, way. 
I was there like a month and a half I think I had just started my college like I was just there for like three weeks maybe and I got sent home oh no Uh, so I did the rest online obviously not great yeah especially if you've given yourself a year to go away and explore and a new country and stuff and then you find yourself back in um the metropolis of Drogheda yeah yeah i'm doing a a a dutch (laughs) internship um so yeah like we we won't dwell too much on on how crappy the uh the covid period was i'm sure online it was um it was pretty tough yeah half my degree was online unfortunately right yeah i'm sure at that stage um there was a bit of scrambling going on like you know i know a lot a lot of the universities that i've spoken to were like okay how, how do we do this stuff online but you were doing illustration. Mm-hmm. So maybe give us a you know quick overview of what that was like in terms of how you learned and how this stuff was being taught during um, during the lockdowns. Um, well, because I started like, COVID hit while I was in that individual year, I think mm-hmm. they kind of forgot about us. Um, because it was one of those years where like none of our actual points mattered. Like it was just kind of right. like for us to work with different companies and stuff. So not much happened after that I don't think I think I was more just focusing on my own work Mm. um but when I was finally back in college um well like in my final year it was like we were in one day a week I think Mm. um I don't even know it's it's kind of a blur yeah (laughs) like it was so hard we didn't even get to have our final show god that's the same which is like the, one, the biggest thing. It's the biggest yeah, it's, thing it's the reward. It's the payoff. Yeah. It's the celebration. It's the the release as well. Like, you know, being able yeah. to share that experience with your with your classmates and stuff. Can I just go back a little bit little bit beyond um or earlier in your in your life? When you were studying um in school and you were doing your leaving cert, how or and what was the experience that led you to joining or to applying for the National College of Art and Design, or just generally wanting to study, um, who who influenced you at that stage? Um, well, when I was in school, like I wasn't normally when people go to art college, they're like the one person out of their class that was really amazing, and their teacher mm-hmm. was like, "You're going to go to art school." In mine, there was three of us, and all right. three of us went to NCD. Okay, um, I was the one that like she was kind of like you can take it or leave it kind of thing I don't know um I just decided I didn't know what I wanted to do um I originally thought that I wanted to do like painting or Mm. I don't know like I just knew I wanted to go and do something creative um Mm -hmm. so I did my portfolio in my sixth year in school so I did it I didn't do a portfolio course after Mm -hmm. um so I was like the youngest in college by a mile. Like I was 17 the whole way through my first year. Right. Um, wow. Yeah. So that's pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you weren't able to uh, <clears throat> drink then in your first year of, of university. Well, actually, because NCD used to be a brewery, oh, yeah. we were allowed to drink on campus. <laughs> so we would just have a lot of parties going on on campus all the time so it was actually yeah, wasn't too bad but you were pretty young um doing your first year um so when you when you entered into third level 
what was your expectancy? What were you expecting to get out of your time there? Like, can you remember? Can you play back what that looked like? What, what would? What did you hope to achieve by by spending time in um, third level? I I feel like it was very short sighted. Like it was like, okay, I'm finally here. Like mm. like whatever comes at me comes at me kind of thing. Like especially in first year, we didn't even get put into design straight away everyone we had like a a year where everyone did everything that core yeah the core year um so for half the year we were just like painting with sticks and ink and like throwing like random paper mache things together and like I'm awful at making stuff like that and like I think I was really penalized for it and when I started making digital stuff like our tutors were all fine art tutors so they just didn't get it like they were like but what's the meaning? I'm like, does it have to have a meaning? And now after being put into design, I realize it doesn't have to have a meaning. Like it can just yeah. kind of look cool sometimes. Yeah. And a, a large part of any kind of experience is having somebody who kind of gets you and um, is open-minded enough to be able to say, well, this is a person and this is their interpretation of this, mm-hmm. especially in art college. Um, and you were at that stage art college and then you went into design college the way I see it the college of art and design first year there was art the second part of it was design and yeah, little, yeah. There's, there's a difference between the two so when you um were going through and you went through into your second year then to study was it visual communications is that what it's called um, it was more illustration because they split the course in two like two years before I got in and um, hmm. So we had a lot of the same projects together, um, mm. but it was more like I was more focused on the illustration side of things. Mm. Um, so, yeah. What did you, when you were, um, you've got an older brother as well, uh, I know in, in your house and your parents, what, what were they hoping to get out of going to third level? Like, you know, what what was the the thing that you were hoping to get apart from an education, which is obviously an accepted thing like say when you go to a restaurant you get a you get a meal you're hoping you're going to be full at the end of it um you're going to get educated was there anything else that you're hoping to get out of the whole kind of experience um i would have loved to get a job (laughs) to be honest um i only i don't think i even realized what i wanted to do while i was studying there for the first few years i think it was only in my final year that i realized i really wanted to work in like a design studio like i wanted to work Mm. with other people and I think as an illustrator, a lot of what you see is like illustrators online who are like freelance working for themselves and like have mm. to have this big social media presence with all yeah. these followers. And you have to be posting so regularly. And like to post decent work all the time is so hard. Absolutely. I don't think it's like achievable for a lot of people. Was there um, modules or lessons around running a business and, you know, because the the niche you went into in terms of illustration and it's, it's probably a niche within a niche in some ways, um, freelancing is most likely the, the way you're, you're going to earn your living. Was there anything taught around running a business and being, or being an, in, not an influencer, but using social media and, was that something that was taught during the course? I don't know, not really. Like, no. we had some people come in from the AOI, the Associated Association of Illustrators, um, okay. 
from England and they came over and talked to us about like pricing yourself and stuff like that but it wasn't really like concrete in what they were saying at all like I don't know like it was a hard one you need to be very entrepreneurial Mm. to to do this kind of stuff like um I know one of my friends in Australia his uh partner Jack Carty if anyone who's been at the the doing design festival Jack is a musician and his partner I can't remember their name now but they set up a website called the Carty Party and it was the Cardi Party as in like cards and Jack is great with words and his his wife is uh, an illustrator as well and they did greeting cards online but um Jack's wife is an exceptional entrepreneur and um was able to you know do this kind of stuff um pretty quickly and it took them like a duck to water but it just feels like there's there's a gap there like if you're if you're working in a niche um it's confusing me why they don't really educate you about starting a business and how to go about promoting yourself and get clients um because as you've seen you've struggled to to land a, a a job um is that fair to say yeah, for sure. Like, I think there's an association with illustrators that they're going to be drawing kids' books and it's yeah. been very traditional. Um, and the head of our department was like that. But we also had some other tutors that were more like modern in their approach, I guess. Like they were actually mm-hmm. like making prints and doing stuff for big clients and stuff. But I don't think it was ever really put across to us how we achieved that. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of like, well, it's look like you'll get it or you don't kind of thing yeah don't know if i subscribe to that but there's definitely you can put yourself in the right place um and that takes a bit of knowledge and a bit of experience and how to position yourself um to get to that to that piece of luck to happen you finished 15 months ago and what have you done in that period and also what was the whole kind of the, the the saying goodbye experience from third level like can you remember what that was like because I know it was online um we didn't really get to say goodbye because uh, it was still during covid kind of when it right. ended um I think it was like the last wave kind of mm. um so we didn't get a degree show um it was kind of just like okay so I've submitted all my stuff now what because you're so burnt out from working so hard on like all of this work that is supposed mm-hmm. to be like get you all the jobs and get you everything like I'm done now like where what I'm meant to do next um and I don't know since then I've been trying to make my way into the industry mm. I've done two different internships um one with the design studio in Dunleary um together we create which is amazing and then another one in Spain this summer. I wanted to go somewhere sunny. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> um, time only goes so far. Yeah, exactly. Um, which was more of like an in-house design role. But, right. uh, and then from then, I've been freelancing on the side. Yeah. Um, doing my own work. And at the moment, I'm still trying to find a full-time. Yeah. So let's talk about the internships. Okay, because there's probably a lot of stuff to uncover in that. Um, the first one, was that in, in Dublin? It was in Dublin, so yeah. How did you get that? I, they, the studio put out an Instagram post, and basically okay. said, I'm looking for an intern. Um, just hmm. email this 
whatever and i emailed and i got it <laughs> um, okay so what, did, what were you doing there i <clears throat> it's a really small studio so i think there was like three of us full time and then there was other people that they hired to come in every so often for per project um so i was part of the design process the full way through like like they'd work on branding things for like drink companies for like dentists for festivals um so i was part of it making mood boards talking to clients i don't know making animations making short little illustration things um yeah it was really nice to be part of like a studio to see how it works and like how fast paced it is and you finished that um how come you know how, how long were you in that internship for i was there for i think four months four yeah. months was yeah. it paid yeah it was okay and it didn't it didn't convert into um you know a contract or extended no. work no Unfortunately not. i think it's because of the fact that i did illustration i probably didn't have some of the skills that like a graphic design mm. graduate would have Maybe it's more to do with the name of like, so you did graphic design. You obviously know all these things. Yeah. The illustration graduate, you probably do know a lot of the same things, but I don't know, maybe it doesn't translate as much. Absolutely. It's, um, so you, do you think you're in the right industry? Is that, is this where you want to be? Do, do you know the things that you need to know at this stage? Like, are you, are you happy with the choices that you made at third level? Do, do you feel like that you're in the right place at the right time now with your skills? Um, not necessarily. Like, I don't okay. think. Um, I'm doing the motion design course at the moment to try and upskill on that as well. And why are you um, doing that? What's, what's driving this? Um, because on job specs, they want okay. you to do everything. They want you to have so many skills. They want you to be a graphic designer, an animator, a web designer, a 3d designer and they want you to have two years experience for an entry-level job so i think it's one of those things where i'm just trying to get as much skills built up as possible and hopefully someone will take a chance on me that language being used there like someone to take a chance on me is very resonant in my past you know like looking for just somebody to to say okay give me something i, I want to work i'm willing to work um, I can remember what that felt like, and it's it's a pretty crappy experience to be in that position where you're just learning things for the sake of trying to make yourself more employable. Um, and I've looked at your portfolio before the the interview, and your your work is insane. Okay, like I I love that uh, style of illustration, and I'm going to put a link to that one in the show notes. For, so, folks, if you're listening to this in Spotify or Google or Apple, there's a link in the show notes with Kelly's portfolio. Click on that and listen to us when we're talking, because you can see that there's, there's an immense amount of talent here amongst Kelly and Kelly's struggling to get a gig. So if you do know of anything that can maybe uh, give Kelly a leg up when we're, when we're talking here, reach out to Kelly on their website goes without saying, but um, have you reached out back to the, your third level NCAD, um, to explain where you're currently at and is there any services there that can help you land a job um i reached out to one of my tutors not like not long ago mm. um, and just said sent my portfolio and said do you know anyone can you contact anyone for me or any mm. advice on my portfolio for me to improve it 
Yeah. Um, I got a reply back almost straight away saying, mm. yeah, of course, I'll send it to whoever and I'll get back to you. Didn't hear anything back. So I don't yeah. know. It's one of those things where it's just like, how much can they help you? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the tutors are doing like five different jobs at the same time. Yeah. I was going to say it's most of the tutors that I've experienced in my career, especially in NCAD, I had two or three, one in particular though, um, really gave a shit and really wanted to make sure that everyone was set up for success. Um, but unfortunately that's not always true. And some, sometimes people are so busy that they just can't help everyone. Um, but it's almost like the, the bridging between industry and academia, there's, there's an opportunity there that hasn't really kind of hit. Was there, I think that usually happens in, in defense of, of NCAD at the, the end of year show where, mm-hmm. um, employers are invited in and they can look at the work and it can help lead to conversations that might lead to, to, um, might lead to opportunities for, for employment. Like, you know, well, what would you love to see? Like, how could they have made that experience better? And this is not just in NCID, it's across the board, and I'm sure in many um, sort of third-level institutions. What could be made better for, for people like you when you're finishing university? Um, Back in the job, guaranteed job. Yeah, I, I guaranteed job would be really nice. <laughs> um, it's a hard question because obviously they need more staff is the first thing obviously I'm sure that can't be I can't change yeah. that but um I don't know like we need more business kind of topics I've talked about in like how to mm. run yourself like how yeah. to out to clients because I've done a lot of like emailing just like cold e- emailing like people and I've actually gotten jobs from it yeah. and no one teaches you how to reach out to people and I yeah. think in design sometimes people email like very casually like I've noticed like people in school they teach to be like dear sir like and then very like formal but within like what I've seen everyone's actually like cheers thanks so much like yeah and like you just don't get the kind of language um and like design studios don't really put jobs on like job boards like it's not a thing on LinkedIn like you have to be the one to go to them. Like you have to email them and be like, I really like your work. Like I love this project. Please check out this, my work that I've done. Do you have anything available? Any yeah. Okay. I definitely think the first, yeah, I think the first couple of projects are the most important in your entire career because if you get something that leads to something else that leads to something like it's a snowball effect. And if you don't get that, first couple of bits and pieces together it's kind of you're you're chasing your tail almost be almost to, to that point like you know um, but yeah that would be a really nice module in terms of even if it's a video course or something that's saying hey this look this is how to set up your linkedin profile i think general assembly um in australia when i when i did some work with them i don't know maybe nine years ago or something they did have a module about setting your linkedin up setting your portfolio up um you know connecting with businesses this is what you do playing to your strengths and so forth at that so that that's a really 
strong suggestion, um, Kelly. So for anyone's listening there who's working in an academic environment, you know, I think that across the board, not just design, but I think that would be a fantastic introduction, how to set yourselves up for um, for a job, like, you know, how to do an interview, um, how to show your portfolio, how to present. They're all things that, um, you know, most places aren't set up to, to, to educate most people about. Even, like, I don't particularly, yeah. I've learned, but... But even showcasing your work online um, to employers, like having a newsletter that they can include all of the the graduates to to businesses around around the country and Europe, that's an obvious one. I mean, the hiring managers across uh, Ireland and, you know, students get to say, well, I'd like to be included in that newsletter or that newsletter. That would be a really good thing for... um, uh sort of institutions to, to to lean towards um where are you at now in your career like I'm, I'm, if, if you're okay for me to talk a little bit more around y- your current situation um well what are you doing other than the uh the motion course the motion is a motion yeah. graphics um well i'm applying for everything <laughs> i've applied to so many jobs done so many yeah. Got a lot of rejection emails. Um, yeah. I'm also working like part time, just in like a shop. Yeah. Also doing freelance bits all the time, event yeah. posters. I'm doing something for a clothing line at the moment, like little embellishments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just trying to. I don't even know what I'm trying to do, to be honest. Yeah, it's super. Like I, I remember that I was just taken saying yes to everything and hoping something had led to something. Um, in terms of the, the what do they call them, the the bodies, the design bodies in, in Ireland, like the Irish Design Institute is, is a great one. Charlotte Barker runs the Irish Design Institute. Um, have you reached out to any of these, these bodies in Ireland that might be able to assist? They might have programs or something that can, can help? Yeah, they had a program last year for graduates when I left and um, mm-hmm. you paid like 20 quid, I think. And then you were mm-hmm. part of this website, which was full of all the graduates. Um, yeah. And I was meant to like get a mentor and it never happened. I never got a mentor. Um, and they were meant to like send your portfolio around. Nothing ever came from it. So I don't know if it's just because it was so new or yeah. what it was. Um, and then I just applied for Upstarts, which is part of ICAT, yeah. um, which has a lot of the uh, biggest design studios in Dublin in it. And mm. they release briefs from each design yeah. studio. Um, okay. And you get a mentor in that and stuff as well. So hopefully I get to be a part of that. Um, yeah. What yeah. about AP List? You know, AP List, the, the online design mentoring website have you ever, have you tried that where you can get a an international mentor have a check out for that anyone listening um it's a great resource um ap list um i'm trying to think of the other things that out there that that could be of of help like you know obviously folks this isn't we're not setting this podcast up to try and get people jobs and stuff but kelly's work is insane and um there's another institution we wouldn't call it an institution but since i've come home from australia i um we had an awful lot of prints that we purchased when we were traveling and, you know, we went to indigenous communities in Australia and we, we bought um, 
artwork and stuff. We had to get it framed and we didn't want to go to any of the, the mommies and daddies suggestions of framers. And we, we were asking around where, where is a cool framer that gets this kind of stuff. And we were, we were introduced to a business called Hang Tough in Ireland. And um, at that stage, I think they were in another premises, but when I went over, they have two now. Yeah. yeah. But this was before they went into the super cool one. And I'll put a link to Hang Tough into this, um, into this show notes as well for this, because Hang Tough to me, get it. Okay. They, they get what the life is like for an illustrator. They run these exhibitions. Mm. They have a newsletter there where it showcases design talent, local design talent to people who go to get their pictures framed. And I've bought frames and I've, I, I've most of this house that I'm in, we've spent a couple of grand getting the stuff um, framed with hang tough. And we've bought prints as a result. When I go in and buy the, um, get my pictures framed, uh, I'm flicking through all these insanely talented Irish designers. And it's this kind of sort of, I, I want to say the the consideration for an experience um, and consideration for the whole kind of industry that Hang Tough have that I feel academia academia don't really have. It's like it's it's stuck in its own ways. I think if universities were doing more like what Hang Tough are doing, we might be having this conversation now. Like you know, but yeah. anyway, you, you're in Hang Tough. You're working with Hang Tough as well, so. Tell me what um how, what led you to Hang Tough? How did you get in touch with those guys? Because they're super cool. Um, I think it was an illustrator that I had seen before had their own show with them during the summer. In Instagram um, or something, was it? Yeah. And I just seen that they had an open call. Um, and a lot of the stuff they do is actually more painterly. It's not really illustration. Um, but I applied anyways. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got picked to be one of the people uh, in their winter show. It opens on the 1st of December. Um, nice. So I wanted to be a part of that. Um, cool. I was there yesterday in their place in Portobello. It was lovely. Okay. <laughs> um, the prints look amazing. So if you want one, brilliant. check it out. <laughs> if you have a link for that, we'll put a link into the show notes um, for people to, to check out and maybe buy some of your prints as well. That, that would be a really nice thing. Yeah, but Kelly, I think look. do a good job of that as well. Who do? Hen's Teeth Studio. Oh, Hen's Teeth, yeah, that's the other one. Yeah. They, do, they do some great stuff. So I'll put a link to that one as well um, in the show notes for the episode. But Kelly, is there anything else you want to add before we before we wrap up the episode? Is there um, any other bits and pieces if people want to reach out to you, apart from your, your portfolio, how might they do that? Um, you can check out my Instagram. Oh, yeah, um, on, the, on the gram. Yeah, my Instagram is Kelly O'Dude. It's such a random name, but that's what it yeah. is. Um, cool. Yeah, by email, it's in my Instagram and in my uh, website as well. Okay, um, awesome. Well, look, Kelly, thanks for being so open and, and hopefully, you know, things, you know, improve in the next uh, couple of months, a couple of weeks, hopefully. And um, you know, stay in touch with us. And if there's ever anything we can do with this is HCD, we're more than happy to help. All right. Thanks for your time. So there you have it. That's all for this episode. If you like this episode, feel free to visit thisishcd.com, where you can access our back catalogue of over 100 episodes with episodes related to service design, product management, design research, and much, much more. Now, if you're interested in design and innovation training, feel free to check out our business, thisisdoing.com 
where you can join online classrooms and learn from the world's best design and innovation leaders. Join the This Is Hate City newsletter where you'll receive updates from the network and also if you're interested, apply to join the Slack community on thisishatecd.com. Stay safe and until next time, take care.